Greetings everyone, once again it's Muta Mwanedi sharing the authentic truth brought to us by Zulula San. Today the teaching I'm going to share is going to be the doctrinal lies of Jehovah's Witness or Jehovah's Witnesses. <clears throat> so their lies, their doctrine, we're going to expose here and we're going to be using their Bible to expose the lie and the contradiction in their teaching, in their doctrine. First, what is what does Jehovah witness? What does it mean? Why are they titled? What do they title themselves like that? What do they name their, themselves as Jehovah witnesses? <clears throat> For that, the teaching I'm going to share once again is the teaching that was given by Zula San, the only teacher in our time, in our era. And we know that there's only one authentic Bible without any errors or contradiction, and that's Bibel. Katambale, the book of the truth, the only authentic Bible without any errors or contradiction. So get by Bibel in Les Editions Zulula. You will find the link in the description below. Subscribe, like. <clears throat> so here, where does the name, the title of the Jehovah Witnesses, where does it come from? When we go in Isaiah chapter 43, verse 10, in the current class of the Bible, um, in the New World Translations, that's their Bible that they use, New World Translation. It says here, you are my witnesses, declare Jehovah, yes, my servant who I have chosen. So that's the verse that they have taken and they claim that that verse was addressing to them, to their organization, to their so-called doctrine, their religion. But we know that that verse it was referring to the Israelite because when we go in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 10 in the New Living Translation, it says, But you are my witnesses, O Israel, says the Lord. So it was regarding Israel. So it was regarding, and we know that Israel is Tombwanebila, meaning it's Central Africa, it's black people. So the Jehovah Witnesses are Nephilims. They have nothing to do with the true Israelites. So already we see the lie, the misappropriation of history by those Nephilims. They are far from being the true Israelite. <clears throat> In their so-called doctrine, there they have many doctrines, and many of you may have encountered them already. Maybe they visited you because sometimes they want to go around knocking on doors. Maybe some people who are listening to me did let them in their house or maybe other people chase them away or call them that they or think that they are called that they are lying some may uh, some may have said it that no that Je those jehovah witnesses are lying they're indoctrinating people but we have to say it with proof and that's why we are bringing proof here today we are sharing the proof that was revealed and we're going to expose their lies, their contradiction in their own version of the Bible. So if you know some Jehovah Witnesses out there, send them this video. And if you know some friends that are in that doctrine, send them this video to, for them to realize, for them to think, for them to <clears throat> realize that they are in a lie, in a false doctrine. And in this teaching, we're going to expose, like I've mentioned, in their own Bible. <clears throat> One of their teaching, 
is that no one can be conscious in the state of the dead. Meaning when, for them, for in their teaching, when everyone, when they will die, they won't be conscious in the place they go after death. Meaning no one, even the prophet, even the patriarch, even those who are walking, walking according to the word, will not be conscious. That's their teaching. But you have to understand that the scriptures are not for them. That's why the scriptures will expose them. <clears throat> they also, this, the second misconception, the second teaching they, they claim, it's also that the soul is the body. So for them, there's no notion of three separate beings, meaning the body, the soul, and the spirit. They claim that the soul is the body, and so there's only the body and then the spirit. That's their teaching. That's what they claim. But we will demonstrate that the body is not the soul in their own Bible. <clears throat> for that, in Proverbs 19.2, it says, It is not good for a person to be without knowledge. So, it is not good because a lot of them, the so-called Jehovah Witnesses, they will go in Africa and they will convert poor black people. They will convert people that have no knowledge, that are not spiritually conscious. People that are uprooted, that don't know history, that don't know their root, where they are from, the history of our ancestors. They don't know that Jehovah is a diabolical being. Diabolical being. In Proverbs 25, verse 2, he says this, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, to search out a matter is the glory of king. In Deuteronomiah chapter 29, verse 29, he says, The secret things belong to the Lord our God, but the things revealed belong to us and to our children. So, this is according to the current class of the Bible. And in Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 3, he says, Call to me, and I will answer you, and... I will tell you and will tell you great things, hidden things that you have not known. So here, in this teaching, verify, open the Bibles, go online, search, go into their website, search their, their version of the Bible, and you will see the verse that I'm bringing up today, the, that I'm sharing with you today. And because <clears throat> we have to verify we have to learn. We have to know. Verify and, and share a teaching. Distribute. Show them that they are in error. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, it says, Because the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a commanding call, with an archangel's voice, and with God's trumpet, and those who are dead in union with Christ will rise first. So, One of the teaching, as well, they claim is the first teaching that, well, the first doctrine that we're going to expose regarding their teaching is going to be they say that Christ is the archangel, that there's only one archangel, and that that archangel is Christ. They claim that the archangel Michael is Christ. Before, they used to say that Christ isn't the Son of God. 
but that it was the first angel. But then later on in their teaching, in their indoctrination, they start to say, no, Christ is God, but is also the first angel. So they agreed that Christ was the Son of God, but he was the first son, uh, meaning the first angel as well. <clears throat> so, for that we are going to show in their version that that's not true. That's why I've taken 1 Thessalonian chapter 4, verse 16, that says, Because the Lord himself will descend from heaven, with a commanding call, comma, with an archangel's voice. When he says here, with an archangel's voice, that means there's many archangels. If you don't know how to read, if you don't know, go back to school and learn how to read, learn how to understand. Because he says, the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a commanding call, with an archangel's voice, with an archangel's voice. That means there are archangel voices. And that Lord is going to come with one, with an, one archangel voice. And not with the voice of, only, of the only archangel. No. But of an archangel's. Because there's many archangels. Because in their misconception, they think that archangel means, the ch for, for their understanding, archangel means the chief of angel. So that's why they say, oh, so that means it can only be Christ that is the chief of angel. Because that's how they understand it. That's the, the heresy. But... In their own book, because when the verse that I've just read, that's in the New World Translation. That's in their own Bible. It says that the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a commanding call, with an archangel's voice, and with God's trumpet, and those who are dead in union with Christ. You see? So in this version, in this verse, it doesn't say that Christ is that archangel. You see? It doesn't. So their own Bible already contradict their teaching. In Daniel chapter 10 verse 13, it says, in, still in, this, in their Bible, New World Translation, it says, verse 13, so Daniel chapter 10 verse 13, But the prince of the royal realm of Persia stood in opposition to me for 21 days. Period. But then, so that was Daniel. He says here, but then, that was in the book of Daniel. And it was an angel. He says, but then, Michael, one of the foremost princes, came to help me. And I remained there beside the kings of Persia. So, you're told here that Michael is one of the foremost princes. So, if it's one of them, that means there are many. It doesn't say here that Michael, the only foremost prince, because the foremost prince is the archangel, is those chief of angels, basically. Because when you go in Daniel 10, verse 13, in the New Living Translation, it says, 
Then Michael, one of the archangels, came to help me. You see, so when they, in their version, they call him one of the foremost princes. So one of the chief of the angel, basically. You see, so that means if we say you're one, for example, you, you're one of the kings, that means there's many kings and you're one of them. You see, so Jehovah Witnesses, learn how to read, learn how to understand your own Bible before you start preaching false doctrine and indoctrinating people. So, and here, once again, it doesn't say that the Christ himself is that Michael. He is Michael. So for them, like I've mentioned, Archangel definition will say a chief of the angel. So for them, there can only be one chief, and that can only be Christ. But when we go in Revelation chapter 12, verse 7, it says, Then a war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon. So here it says Michael with his angel. That means Michael was in command of those angels. So that means Michael was a chief of the angel. That's why Michael is an archangel. So that's correct. That's the understanding. Now, in verse 8, he says this, But the dragon was not strong enough, and no longer was his place no, before that it says, and his angel fought against the dragon, comma. So I repeat, verse 7. Then a war broke out in heaven, column. Michael and his angel fought against the dragon. And the dragon and his angel fought, against, fought back. That means the dragon, who was who is Satan, also had angel at his service. So he was also a chief of angels. Does that mean that Satan was an archangel? No. We know that Satan, the once anointed cherubim, was a cherubim. He, was, he wasn't an angel. But he was still in command of other angels. So the notion that there's only one chief of angel is already wrong. Because there's many of them, even the dragon had some angels at his service. In Daniel chapter 10, verse 13, still in the, their Bible, it says, But the prince of the royal realm of Persia stood in opposition for me for 20 days, but, the, but then Michael, one of the former prince, came to help me, and I remained there beside the kings of Persia. So, once again, the notion that there's only one archangel, or that the Christ is the archangel, is false. You own version contradict you the second false doctrine is that the soul is the body <clears throat> before i go more in depth in the second false doctrine in the say even if they say for example that that there is only one chief of angels well we know that even according to the current black casket bible in their bible god their so-called jehovah is so god is the chief of the Christ. So if God is the chief of the Christ, he's also the chief of the angel. So does that mean God is also an archangel? You see how your heresy, where it, where it can lead, when you say that there can only be one archangel, one chief of angels? 
Now, the second false doctrine, the second point that we're making in this teaching is going to be regarding their claim that the soul is the body and that there's only the soul and the spirit. We go in Genesis chapter 2, verse 7, in the New World Translation. So their Bible, it says this, <clears throat> And Jehovah God went on to form the man of dust from the ground. Now, you're told here that this, their, their so-called God went out to form the man out of dust. That means the man is considered physical. That man out of dust, so it was visible, it was physical. From the ground. And, so that's the, that's the first being. And to blow into his nostril the breath of life. So the breath of life, that's the spirit. And the man, so that means the physical body, in, that was in contact with the breath of life, became a living person. So, if you can't read, once again, go back to school. When he says here, and the man, that means the, the body, the physical one, became a living person. So, the living person is the third being, is the soul. Even your own Bible. If you still persist in your belief that no, there's only the body, the body is the soul, is the same being. When we go in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 14, it says this, I have hated, I have, that's their Jehovah, because that's in their Bible. I have hated your new moons and your festival, period. They have become a burden to me. Semicolon, I am tired of them. Now, in their website, the footnote on when he says, I am tired of bearing them, the footnote, the footnotes says, or my soul has. Or my soul has. So when he says they have become a burden to me, because when we go in the New World Translations, so that's the, still their Bible, but the 1984 edition, he says in Isaiah chapter 1, verse 14, Your new moons and your festal seasons, my soul has hated. My soul has hated. To me, they have become a burden. I have become tired of bearing them. So you're told in their version, in the New World Translations, that's the Jehovah Witness Bible, the 1984 edition. He says that, my soul has hated. So this, that, that means the soul of who? The soul of Jehovah. That means their Jehovah, their so-called God, has a soul. So if they claim that the soul is the body, is the physical body, that means their Jehovah also has a physical body. Go on their website, that is still there. And in their, because they, have, they made new translations, they made new editions, and the new when they have the new edition, they put footnotes, they put remarks, they put comments, and in their comments, they've put, or my soul has. So they, in their comment, in their teaching, they claim that their Jehovah has a soul. So their Jehovah 
if in their mind, in their understanding, in their doctrine, they claim that no, the soul is the body. That means Jehovah has a body, is physical. That means he's a man. Show me where God has a body. Show me the verse. In Numbers chapter 23, verse 19, in your Bible of the so-called Jehovah Witnesses, he says, God is not a man that he should tell lies, neither a son of mankind that he should feel regret. You see, your own Bible contradicts your teaching that the soul is the body. Because the Jehovah Witnesses are sent by Satan. They, they are sent by the occult world to tell lies, to indoctrinate people, and to bring them into the contradictions, the error, the mistakes, the false doctrine. And behind Jehovah is Satan himself. So when they're worshipping Jehovah, behind that they're worshipping Satan. In John chapter 4, verse 23, it says in the New World Translation, so in their own Bible, it says, God is a spirit, and those worshiping him must worship him in spirit and truth. So, that means your Jehovah is not a spirit then, if you say that he has a soul. So, if your Jehovah is a spirit, in Luke chapter 24, verse 39, in New World Translation, it says, See my hand and my feet, that is, I myself. Touch me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones, just as you see me that I have. So that's in the current class of the Bible. The Christ revealed tells that the spirit has no soul, uh, the spirit has no body, that the spirit has no flesh and bones. That means... The spirit also doesn't have, if, there's, if in their understanding the soul is the body, well, their Jehovah has a soul, that means he has a body, but you're told that God is a spirit and that the spirit does not have a bones, flesh and bones, doesn't have a body physical. You see the contradiction? You see the, the heresy they're teaching out there? So they're not in the truth. So, once again, the second point, Jehovah Witnesses say that the soul is the body, but Isaiah chapter 1 verse 14, their Jehovah has a soul. So that means their Jehovah has a body, their Jehovah is a lie, is a man, is physical. That's what he means. That means he's not a God. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 28 new world translation he says because in their false doctrine that the soul is the body he says in matthew chapter 10 verse 28 in their own bible do not become fearful of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul semicolon fear him who can destroy both both, that means two, the soul and body, and addition, another. That's what it means. That's in your own Bible. 
You see? So because in their false doctrine, the soul is the body, that means the soul is also mortal. But they says here, do not be fearful of those who kill the body but cannot kill the soul. In 1 King, chapter 17, verse 21, he says, Then he stretched himself out of the child three times and called out Jehovah, semicolon, O Jehovah my God, please let this child's life come back to life. That's in their Bible. And in the footnotes, what does he say? He says, or so, he specifies. When he says, let this child life, there's an asterisk after, after life. And the asterisk says, or so, in their footnote, in their reference. Now, when we go in the version, the 1984 version, translation, the still, still the New World Translation, that's still their Bible, that's still Jehovah Witness Bible. It says in 1 King chapter 17, verse 21, And he proceeded to stretch himself. He proceeded to stretch himself upon the child three times and called to Jehovah and said, O oh Jehovah, my God, please cause the soul of this child to come back within him. So, he was stretched upon the children, on the child, three times. That means that's the physical body. And he was asking, he was calling, and he said, please cause the soul to come back into him. So to come back into the body. So once again, and in, in Genesis chapter 37, uh, in Genesis chapter 35, verse, verse 18, he says this, As the result, no, and the result was that her soul, her soul, that's still in their Bible, her soul was going out, because, in bracket, because she died. She called his name Benoni, but his father called him Benjamin. You see? And that's the result, and and the result was that her soul was going out. Was going out. Was going out of what? Out of the body. Act chapter 20 verse 10. Still in their Bible. But Paul went downstairs, threw himself upon him, and embraced him and said, Stop raising a clamor, for his soul is in him. So if the soul is the body, how can then Paul still say no, his soul is in him? The body is inside the body? I mean, your own version contradicts you out there, so-called Jehovah Witness. You see, here's the true knowledge. We're exposing your version. We're exposing your Bible. Are, sti are you still going to be denying? Stop living in denial. It says here, once again in their version, Act chapter 20, verse 10, But Paul went downstairs, threw himself upon him, and embraced him, and said, Stop raising a clamor, for his soul is in him. And in their new version, they say, Stop making a commotion, for he is alive. And there's again an asterisk, and the asterisk says, Footnote, or for his soul is in him. You see? They're still putting footnote comment. They're still agreeing 
that yes, there's the notion of the soul, and the soul is in the body, in their own Bible. So why are you contradicting yourself? Because you're in confusion, delusion, in lies. <clears throat> so Christ is not the is not the archangel Michael. And the soul is different from the body. There's the body, the physical, then there's the soul, that's the astral body, and then there's the spirit, that is the spiritual body. Third point, they claim that all per people that will die, that die, everyone will not be conscious, meaning even the prophet, even the patriarch, even those who walk according to the word, those who respected the law, those who obey the so-called God. Now, when we go, because when we go in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 5 to 6, it says, For the living know that they will die, but the dead know nothing at all, nor do they have any more reward, because all memory of them is forgotten. You see, that's the verse that they're going to base their teaching on. Because they don't understand the full depth. They don't understand the context. They don't understand when he says that when they will die, the dead know nothing. They don't know which dead they are refer the scriptures is referring to because they don't have the knowledge, the understanding, the truth of the scriptures because they are blinded. <clears throat> but we are going to reveal what was hidden from them. Verse 6, Also their love and their hate and their jealousy have already perished and they no longer have any share in what is done under the sun. Verse 10, Whatever your hand find to do, do it with all your might. For there is no work or planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you are going. Now, they will take those verses and they will try to argue that no, you see, it means that when everyone dies, no one is conscious on the other side. But when we go into Revelation chapter 6, verse 9, in their Bible, it says this, And when he opened, he opened the fifth seal, comma, I saw underneath the altar the souls of those slaughtered because of the word of God. So here you're told in Revelation 6, 9, in their Bible, that that was John that was seeing in spirit, because it was in a vision. It was seeing things. And he saw when the fifth seal was open, under the altar, the souls of those who were slaughtered because of the word of God. That means those who, because of the testimony, because they were walking according to the word, because of because they were sharing the truth, because they were testifying, they were living testimonies. Because of their fate, they were killed. And he says here, because of the word of God and because of the witness work that they used to have. Verse 10, and they cried, and they cried with a loud voice, saying, Column. So, if you're not conscious, how are you going to cry? How are you going to cry out with a loud voice? How are you going to say things if you're not conscious? 
And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, Until when, sovereign Lord, holy and true, are you refraining from judging and avenging our blood? So they were aware. Let me read the next. It says, <clears throat> Until when, sovereign Lord, holy and true, are you refraining from judging and avenging our blood upon those who dwell on earth? Question mark. So they were asking a question. And in their question, they, were, they knew that the people were still on earth and that the judgment was being refrained. So they were having a conversation. They were asking questions because they were aware of things. So they were conscious. So how can you say that everybody that dies is unconscious when in Revelation 6, 9, it says clearly that those people that were under the altar, the souls of those that were killed because of the testimony that they have for the word of God, were conscious and they were complaining, they were requesting things, they were aware. You see? Total confusion. And that was John once again. And we know that John received the Holy Spirit in John chapter 20 verse 22. And the power in Act 2 verse 4. Those for your revelation, for your... For your information. Those who are not conscious are those who don't walk according to the word. Are those who reject the truth. Those who are in false religions. Those who are indoctrinated. Those are who are in all form of belief that are, that are against the truth. That are not in the truth. That is not the true faith. All those fake religions out there including the so-called Jehovah Witnesses, when you will die, that's where you're going to go. You're going to be unconscious. Not those who walk according to the verb of Loba. Not those who've accepted the truth that is brought to us by Zulu Lassan. So don't put, a, a, don't put everyone in the same boat. <clears throat> or in the same reality after death in the same compartment after death because there's different compartment there's the compartment for those who are pure those who are sanctified and then there's different compartment there's different for those when they die who are unconscious because they don't know the truth now in genesis chapter 4 verse 10 it says and he said, what have you done? Question mark. Listen, your brother's blood is crying out to me from the ground. And we know that the blood reference refers to the soul. And that blood was crying out. I mean, that was from the ground. And the behind the blood, the blood represents the soul. Now, in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1, it says this, In the year that King Uzziah died, 
I, however, that's still in their Bible. I, however, got to see Jehovah. So that's Isaiah in their Bible. Isaiah saw Jehovah sitting on a throne, lofty and lifted up. And his skirts were filling the temple. So Isaiah saw the so-called Jehovah sitting on a throne with skirts filling the temple. So who is Jehovah's tailor? You see the confusion of Jehovah's witnesses? Because when they will bring the pamphlet, their so-called of their false doctrine, when they go knock on, on people's door, bother people, they will <clears throat> dare to draw to represent God and their so-called Jehovah. You see? They will dare to try to draw God and he's a fake white man with a long beard and so on. Who is that Jehovah that is sitting on a throne that was seen? Jehovah is, is a demon. is a demonic entity. is evil. Behind Jehovah is Satan. Behind Jehovah is Satan. So, the Jehovah Witnesses are inspired by the occult. Their doctrine is dangerous. So, that was the teaching that I've shared, exposing the so-called Jehovah Witnesses' confusion in their own Bible, in their own book. They are not in the truth. All glory be to Loba, the only unique creator.